0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a chakras and cuss words podcast. And I'm, it's a solo podcast today. I am here to talk about finding the modalities that work for you with manifesting. And for many people, there's different types, right? And I think the overall message when it comes to manifesting and creating intentions that have a sustainable action and really have a long structure of working forward is finding what works best for you. And sometimes it could be like a difficult and daunting road, because you might find a modality that you like, that you feel inspired with, but it's just not the one for you, right? Or it's just not the one that you fully feel centered. So let's talk about some of the most popular modalities that people use with manifesting and creating intentions, So one of the most popular that I see many people do is acknowledging the philosophy of law of attraction, right? Where you place yourself and what you create your own being as will solely represent your manifestations and your intentions, People do this in different ways. They do this in creating a vision board, maybe creating a project, or creating something that keeps them on track, keeps them living in their desires and living to become one with their manifestations. This could also be like using a planner, using something that really taps into the energy of consistency, especially if it comes to completing a goal. Then another one that I see quite frequently is, is the acknowledgement of energy, right? And if that is through the chakra system, or if that is just through um, energy bases or energy plexes, that you understand that everything is energy. We are all energy, we produce energy, we receive energy, and we release energy. And we are attempting to create energy that will bring intentions and manifesting that we want to overall complete, right? If it's a goal or if it is a purpose, that is one structure that I see quite frequently. And this is a structure that many people don't actually acknowledge as a modality towards manifesting, but it actually is an amazing one. It is really a, a modality and an intention that is right on that track. And that is affirmations. And the thing is with affirmations is we can find all kinds of affirmations, right? We can find affirmations on confidence. We could find affirmations on success. We can find affirmations on the chakra system. We can find affirmations in many things. But what is the most fundamentally based towards the areas that either we want to release blocks or we want to create, right? If we're on a journey that we first have to kind of heal first and first resolve some of those blocks, then we're going to need to do affirmations that are centered around that. However, if we were on affirmations that are really about initiating, setting that willpower, right? Aligning and bringing in that solar plex or throat chakra or heart chakra more aligned, then we would find affirmations that focus on that specific area, depending on where it is that we are in, in our journey of manifestation and learning. Then we also have different types of i almost like to call them um areas that we really set our plan and structure and this would almost be like the journal entries right journaling. Um, I know my sister, she just um, started receiving like a monthly journal and um, she's able to do these journal prompts that gets her aligned with her healing or intentions or whatever it is that she's centered on at that time. For many people, journaling is an amazing way to write out, plan, And almost see that reflection that, yes, my manifestations, my intentions have come forward, right? It's like I'm putting them out. I'm putting them out into the universe and the universe sees them and they are coming forward, And another one is speaking your affirmations into existence, right? Or speaking your intentions into existence. And that could be you saying to loved ones what your intentions are, or you just saying it to the universe and speaking those intentions into practice, into existence. And when we do this, we have to do this as it's already happening, as it's already happened, as it's already taking place. It's not, I want, I will, I try it should be as it's already started as the creation and the intention has already started to really take place has already been an area that you are established in and this is where the universe really hears it this is where the universe doesn't hear the blocks doesn't see the limiting self-beliefs doesn't see the stagnation or the decreased willpower, this is when the universe accepts that you've already established this and you will continue to receive energy towards that area. And let's talk about ways we can really make this energy and this practice come alive, right? Whichever modality it is that we pick, like some people like NLP, some people like um, the structure of tapping, some people like meditation, others may like the area of creativity, the area of creation. Some also may be centered in astrology, spirituality, um, chaunt ch- chantras or mantras or um, chanting or light language. Some might be very established in the dimensional process of being a, um, I guess you could say, living in the third dimension, which would be earthling versus living in the fifth dimension where you have a higher higher expectation of different dimensions of the universe, of the lifespan of the spirit and the soul. Some might be centered around ancestral rituals. Some might be centered around a tarot or psychic abilities or being a psychic medium or staying Acknowledged in their intuition. We see a fond love of oracle cards and tarot cards and um, areas like that. Also, we see people are establishing practices with human design, the Akashic records, um, Buddhism. There's so many modalities and there's so many structures that you can find that will overall feel right for you and become sustainably easy for you to not only create intentions, but to also be able to see and acknowledge your manifestations. So whatever modality works right for you will come with practice, right? And that's something that a lot of us have to understand is we have to practice out these modalities. We have to practice out these steps, right? A mathematician does not become sturdy and strong in math if they do not solve any math problems. So we really have to look at it at that approach, that we have to begin to practice our alchemy, practice our magic, whatever it is. So when we begin to find what it is that we solely desire as our main modalities I'm going to tell you the truth I think <clears throat> I think that people should have more than just one, right, because we are multi fascinated, we are multi dimensional we are multi centered, we have many desires, we have many intentions, we have many practices, we have many foresight on what it is that we are manifesting or what it is that we potentially will create. Where do we want our life journey to lead us? Where do we want to go? And with that center, we need different types of modalities, right? We need different types of modalities for different things. For instance, if we are on an area where we are trying to release energy and maybe become more centered with healing, that's when we would definitely practice sound energy, Um, guided meditations, or if we're feeling overwhelmed, right? We're starting to feel like this structure is really constrict, and now it's time to become more aligned with the release. So that's when we would probably tap into meditation, sound energy, and um, finding that area of grounding, right? Becoming more on the release, For somebody who's trying to create, um, it's going to be an area that you feel strong with. If that's human design, if that is tarot, if that is intentions and strategy, like focused with a vision board or journaling, um, if that's creating rituals, wherever it is, it's going to really feel Like, yes, this is the right set for me. This is the right area for me. And I'm going to be honest, when I first started um, really getting into manifesting and creating intentions, and I will tell you guys, I feel that my manifesting ability is very strong since a young age. Like I can remember manifesting, you know, a lot of areas of success in a lot of areas that I feel accomplished, and it started when I was at a younger age, and I acknowledged that, and I was able to continue that. But when I wanted to pick up modalities that I used in an everyday sense, in a daily practice sense that was related to my spiritual energy, to my energy within, and to my energy that I saw as the universe, right? To the energy I wanted to release to the universe and the energy that I really wanted to work with. Three, Three ones really fell into my lap, really became the consistent structure of what it was that I wanted to be able to initiate with when it was time to manifest or when it was time to deliver this energy. And for the most part, one of them was astrology and that's why you guys have been hearing way more astrology on this podcast and it's really centered around the like the live streams or rooms that I'm doing and one of the reasons why is because i have always believed um and astrology was something that i started to tap into in the big in the beginning of the podcast and then I went back and I retreated and I said, you know what? I'm not an astrologer um, right now. It's not time for me to really establish um, astrology on this podcast. But recently for me, it has been one of my main modalities, right? One of the main modalities that I'm centered in the most. And I genuinely enjoy reading and listening and learning and using cosmic energy, especially astrology, towards manifesting and towards creating intentions. It is one of the modalities that I'm familiar with. I feel that I already have a wide range of knowledge from astrology and um, And for me to use astrology and to see the astrological events taking place and really going back and looking at them and seeing how these events of planetary alignment has really focused energy for other people. Or similarities with the traits of these conjunctions of the planets have had with basically people who may have um, a lot of placements in that area or may have seen it on a collective level, right? I've also used astrology for areas of when I want to create to start to feel that energy is more aligned through the cosmos, that it's almost giving me this push to move forward, right? It's giving me this push push to kind of build that intention out and to really initiate that solar plex, right? Initiate that solar plex chakra and get it out there, right? So that is one of the things that um, I have been fully engaged in um, as somebody who's centered in modalities, intentions, and energy is using cosmic energy, And another one for me, of course, is the chakra system. The chakra system to me, as a practitioner who is centered in energy and also as a registered nurse, you see the familiar state of energy, not only through the universe, but also within the body, and to me, personally, me, <laughs> I'm not saying for everybody this is going to make sense or this is going to be something that you want to be fully engaged with, but the chakra system to me is the most explained, is the most detailed, is the most structured for the human, right? Right? Probably for animals as well, but for the living creature, for the living body, for the living vessel, it is the most structured. It has the most almost like factual sense while it is a philosophy. You can see how that structure really plays out with the capsule of life, with the human body, with the living of energy in a capsule environment, in the living of energy through the human being, through the spirit, right? How we see it really reflect physically, mentally, emotionally, and just all around, right? It's really, to me, one of the most strongest philosophies and structures I've ever seen, I've ever learned about besides actual anatomy and physiology and microbiology. You guys have to remember, I'm a nurse, right? So the science of it really brings that structure and stability to, I guess you could say, quote unquote, factual, science-based, evidence-based data, where to me, the chakra system makes the most sense, makes absolutely the most sense. Um, And that is one of the areas that I really see that people might portray, right? That illness or limiting self-beliefs or areas of anxiety or areas of structure starting to not have a fundamental alignment to what it is that they are trying to live in, to what it is that they're trying to really create towards. And um, that is one of the main modalities that I use when I create for other people, when I create um, areas where other people can heal, where I create for other people to learn and gain knowledge is through the chakra system. It's also an energy system that is used through the cosmos in some sense because each zodiac has a element right each zodiac is known for either being a air element a earth element a water element or a fire element, where those elements also resemble within the chakra system. So I'm able to use those two modalities and structure them into one practice. Um, Another big one for me that I just enjoy doing, right? It's something that I think is fun. Um, It's something that I really feel centered and based in. Is tarot and oracle cards. The unwilling and unknowing knowledge of picking something, of picking something that you don't know what you're going to receive, right? It's almost like putting your hand in a box and you're picking that that card or you're picking that ticket of where you're going to be, uh, what you're going to work on, what you're going to see, what message will you receive. It's not that intentional message of, hey, I want to work on my root chakra today or hey, how come... Um, I feel so misaligned. Oh, it must be Mercury retrograde. It's not that. It's that unintentional knowledge that you are picking up a message from the universe that is giving you a divine little secret of something that you can look at, something you can reflect on, something that you can address, right? And So I do enjoy the art of tarot and oracle. I think it's fun. Um, I do think that it really displays my higher intuition. It really shows my talents when it comes to my intuitive state of my third eye being open, of me balancing my third eye right? Because having an open third eye isn't always beneficial unless it's a third eye that's balanced and aligned. So for me, tarot and oracle is definitely one of my favorite modalities. I sometimes just like to pick a card before I start my day, share it with others. And I have a deck that is personal to me that I will pick cards, but I won't do readings from because that's my deck, right? So you have that sacred divine message related to your message that you received. So those, I would say, are my three modalities when it really comes to creating intentions and really comes towards releasing um, in some areas. But when we are focused on the healing and the structure of letting go, and the structure of moving forward in the healing aspect. I am fully centered on meditation rituals, especially ritual baths, um, especially moon gazing. Right, planet, looking at the planets and the stars, releasing outside, and also finding that structure towards the release, if it is sound energy. For some of you who follow me on Instagram or um, know that I recently purchased a chakra sound bowl collection that I have been using, and I think it is amazing towards releasing energy. Um, and I love to provide guided meditations for people because that is something that I worked for um, learning how to create meditations that people feel aligned with, that people feel that they are structured with. Because I know that sometimes something like meditation can feel almost a little hard and can also feel like I don't have time. So that's something that I'm definitely trying to enhance more. I plan on bringing more guided meditations back onto the podcast um, for those who are centered in that area, especially formulated around the root chakra, um, the three base chakra system, and then also the whole chakra system. And I even plan on getting kind of a little more toppy topic, (laughs) more structured on the meditations where they're almost for um, certain things that people may want to use towards sleep, towards, um, anxiety, towards release, wombs, mother, daughter, wombs and wounds and just areas of release that seem maybe unstructured for some people or seem a little bit more um, unaligned. I don't like to say difficult because it's only as difficult as we allow it to be, right? And that's one of the things that's kind of hard for some of us to understand. If we continue to allow something to be extremely difficult, if we can consistently allow writing that book to be extremely difficult, if we consistently allow working out to be difficult, allow these areas in our life to feel difficult, they will always remain difficult. So when we feel unaligned with something, um, that to me is one of the best ways to structure your vocabulary is to use words that create a sustainable act towards your manifestations and really eliminate those blocks just by you communicating your wishes or desires. So, um, I plan on bringing more of the chakra um, guided meditations back. And I guess this podcast is also kind of like a wrap, a wrap up, right? A wrap up of um, season three. And I'm so thankful for everybody who's tuned into this season. I'm so thankful for you. Um, This has been an amazing season about manifesting. There was definitely some areas that I still want to talk about. And that's why I think I'm going to do a introduction to season four here. Season four is going to be all about... Different elements, different dimensions, different structures. It's really going to be an area of release, recovery, and growth, building and confidence and um, placing of the spirit. I don't know if each season is always going to have a um, is always going to have a. I guess you could say a topic or a niche how it has been. But for season four, there's definitely some areas that I really want to concentrate on and share. And after season four, we will see how season five is starting to structure, what it's starting to look at. But I'll be honest, there might be topics about manifesting, about different modalities that I wanted to cover in season three that I didn't get a chance to. And you might be like listening in season four be like, Hey, this feels like season three. And I'm just going to say that, um, I don't know if I'm going to really do the topics too much. I mean, this is going to just be a break period. You might receive a lot of energy towards past live streams. Um, I will, definitely distribute um, some of the live streams related to astrology that I do. And um, I'm really going to be more structured on um, having guests on the show, Um, but there will be some more solo podcasts, especially around certain areas of release. um, Guided meditations and sound energy will be an area where you might see some more episodes related to that. And of course, I am planning on doing a live stream introduction and really in-depth acknowledgement of the chakra system. I did already release one Of introduction to the chakras in depth. And I plan on doing it for the root chakra and also for all of the chakra system. Um, And that will be a live stream replay. And that's just because I have really um, started to work on creating projects that have been centered around where I'm able to give feedback right away, where people can ask me questions, people can um, ask um, insight in real time. So I do love that area of the live streams. So um, I will post all my links of the apps that I have been using um, Clubhouse pretty consistently, the Wisdom app um, a little bit more consistently. Um, I did have to change my uh, Instagram handle. For those who follow the podcast Instagram, it has not changed. It's still chakras.cusswords, and that is for the podcast. For my personal Instagram, I had to change Just because it was my name. And while I do feel very personable on my Instagram, I was just having too many um, fake and imposter accounts. (laughs) It's like so... Annoying, created about me, and um, created where they would try to sell, I guess, readings or astrology readings or tarot readings and say they were me. And they were using, you know, my first and my last name because that used to be my Instagram handle. Where I decided it would just be more for security reasons and privacy reasons. More um, easier for me to just change it to chakras underscore cuss words, and of course my name is Catherine. So if you just look up chakras and cuss words on Instagram, hopefully the right two accounts pop up first. Um, but one of the ways, and I just want to say this to everybody, is what because it is so disheartening, like when you somebody that you admire, and trust me, it's happened to me. Like somebody I admire, somebody I I listen to their content, I feel inspired by them, Um, And then I will get a message saying, do you want a tarot reading? Your name has been called to me, grand rising. Like that is a red flag right away. But another way to tell if the Instagram is true is if you see a follow request and I don't plan on creating any other Instagrams, right? I have my podcast Instagram and I have my Instagram that are, you know, and then that's it, right? But One of the good ways to tell is to look at the captions in the photos. If there's no captions in any of the photos and all the photos were posted probably like um, within the day or two, most likely it's a false Instagram. And trust me, I remember I got a message and it was from actually um, an amazing tarot creator. And, you know, of course she has a massively huge account. Account, And I see it as like Alana Fairchild. And I'm like, she's messaging me. Oh my goodness. And I'm like, so ecstatic, right? I'm like, yes, she probably wants me to, you know, influence her entire row or something. You know, I'm just going all fucking stupid, right? <laughs> and then I look and I'm like, oh, it's a finger count. <laughs> So it happens to us, you know, if those accounts message you, just please block them. Um, So it's chakras underscore cuss words and everything will be in the show notes. And I just want to thank you guys. And I can't wait to bring on season four. We will take a little break. You will hear some live streams and then we're coming back to do our healing, our guidance, our practice, and everybody have an amazing day. Bye.